When was the last time you were in this garden? <sighs> like legit. I think it was the last party. Did you even come to the last party? I don't think I did. I think maybe 10 years ago. Nah, it could be that long. It could be, man. It might have been, um, remember when I had that Jubilee party? Remember when we... Yeah, I came, I don't think, I think I came round in the afternoon yeah, or something. Yeah, did, yeah. Why didn't, where did I, I think I went to Billy Manning's or something like you that. You were just such a recluse back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I had different friends, man, what can I say? No, you did, to be fair. Yeah, it was an odd one. Right. Good to be back, though. Good to be back, chilling. Sipping. 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 Wasn't expecting to sip a beer at, uh, I won't even say what time it is, but <laughs> it feels good. Feels nice to be back in the it's garden. Good to mark the occasion, though, isn't it? Yeah, we've got a lovely set now that we've uh, put a lot of money into. Oh, yeah. So this Recruited barbecue some costs some, some silly money. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got some great It'll utensils down there. we actually were cooking meat on it. <laughs> that would be quite Halfway sick. through the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I quite like you just that. Just start an episode with us just like flipping some burgers, chicken burgers. So I don't eat beef. But mm. Still might cut off the vegan viewers. Yeah, that's true. And they're, they're I think a, we've got a lot of vegan viewers. They're yeah. a broad, yeah, uh, very passionate group. fan base as well. They are, they are yeah. indeed. I think our fan base is literally like probably less than like ten people. I actually had a look. So when I sent over that picture of like our first and last episodes are yeah. our most popular. Yeah, that's very good. But then I looked at the majority of, there's more female viewers than male viewers. Is there actually? Yeah, it's like 60 to 30. They must just love our voices, that's right. Clearly, clearly. Yeah, t- they're going to they're gonna just lose their shit at this as well. I know, this is what we so look like. Idiot. Horrific, this is, right? This is all for you. And also all the different locations in the world that, uh, a watch it. Uh, yeah, what was the weirdest watching. location? The weirdest was like South Africa or something. Yeah, there's Canada as well, which probably is just Bosch. Probably. Uh, and probably. He's probably passed it on to a few of his boys. <laughs> yeah. He's got a boy called Brett, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a few odd places. I can't remember any that spring to mind really, but. I'm glad we're back. It's been quite a few months off. It's been a few months off. We've had to uh, basically sort out our priorities, as everyone does at the start of the year. Try and just, set ourselves some goals and yeah. and get our mental health back on track. Like just everybody, because I think a lot of people were very much excited for the end of the year last year because they were like, "Oh, COVID's going to be over." Yeah. And then we start the year in the longest lockdown. Yeah, it's had. been a long lockdown. I still have another haircut. I've got on book for Thursday though, so you thank just God. Get some, mate, I've got some trimmers that you, I can just bring around. I know people have offered. Over. People have offered, but I don't know. I quite like the whole barbershop experience, you know. Yeah. It's a bit of, uh, it's a form of therapy in a way. I hear you, but you just have to wait in the queue for it ages. Wow. No, because it's already booked in. Oh, it's out. It? Yeah, but I'm in the queue technically now until say. Thursday. So. <laughs> Where did you get your haircut? Uh, Busby and Goodfellas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I've been going to Luke for probably almost ten years. Really. He used to have a place down the. Uh, the antique centre down Eli Street. Oh man, okay. And yeah, he moved in with uh, Harry Goodfella, mm-hmm. and they've got a shop. And it's it's a really like kooky kind of like mm. vibe in there. It's but. weird when you find a barber's. It's just like 
there's like a weird kind of loyalty to them, isn't there? There is in a way, yeah. You feel I don't owe them anything. Nah, but like they know. It's like when you get when you're happy with how they cut your hair, you're like, well, why am I going to go anywhere else? Because mm. they know, like, how to cut my hair how I want it, and I feel kind yeah. of I need to. Stay it's always not. Them. It's not always consistent as well. I mean, there might be a day where he fucks up my hair slightly. Really. But like, still, I feel like I should go back there because I just don't want to go anywhere else. But that's that's the thing with with my barber. Like when I do get my hair cut properly. Yeah. Scott. At, um. Uh, what are they called? Um, Brookside Barbers. I've literally been. Is that one? Brookside Barbers. Uh, Steve Guest works. At. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scott and Steve were there. And literally, Scott, I've been going there for, I can't even remember how long, and I remember seeing him come in as, like, the apprentice barber when I was still getting my hair cut by uh, the older Scott. Yeah. Um, and literally, I've seen him kind of go from apprentice to absolutely smashing it, and, like, the consistency, he just smashed it every single time. Fair play. So, like, I'm never going to go anywhere. Well, even when I lived in London, like, I'd be like, well, I, I tried a few barbers in London, but... Mm. I'd still probably come back from from fucking London and get it cut there because he knows just exactly how I like it, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess like you being black, mm. didn't know if you were aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have like a different kind of hair, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I imagine sometimes you've got your hair cut and like they just oh, they don't know how. One person I got it cut in, in London, he took my hairline back like so <laughs> much. I was hell. like, this dickhead, what are you doing? <laughs> Never went there again. Yeah, I've had some bad haircuts in the past. Yeah. I think I've had a mullet before. I think I remember your mullet. Yeah. I was in high school, rip wasn't for it? it, yeah. yeah. I don't know why my mum let me go to school with a mullet, to be honest. <laughs> but do you know what? In a way, I kind of kind of want a mullet again. <laughs> it's getting my hair's getting longer, getting... so I'm just kind of like, if I just shave the sides... I used to have a rat sides, tail. Do you remember when in primary school I used to have a rat tail? I do, yeah. yeah I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that was all about. I don't know why my You mom... must have seen it, or you wanted to be like a Jedi I or something. Not, yeah, I think it must have been. Yeah. yeah. That was... Hideous. And I had the night tick in my hair as well. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I've never had any like tram lines and stuff because they were yeah. a big thing at one point, weren't they? Were. Thing, yeah, People yeah. having like cobwebs and shit in the side yeah, of the head. Yeah. I remember I got the. You have the tram lines in the side, mm. but then they go into the eyebrow, so it's kind of like. Oh, okay, like a like cut just, almost. Yeah. Like, I think I had that at some point. That's quite sick. I lost my eyebrows once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've already told that story, so I won't I go into it again. That, story. that was a funny, funny fucking day. Yeah, the sun. <laughs> I did not partake in. Shaping no, I didn't. No, no. But I guess I didn't stop it as well. So no, it was one of those nights where we just got trashed as kids. Yeah, that and, and uh, that wasn't even the maddest thing that happened that night as well. No, probably not. Fucking um, Scrooby lit, lighting himself on fire or nah, something. Nah, Liddy did it with a. The ocean can the lighter. Fucking SLP, man. Standard Lidsey procedure for those who aren't aware. He just does things in a in his own certain way. He's an odd guy. Shout out to Lidsey. Shout out. I don't think he'll ever change, and I love that about him. Yeah. He's just always the same whenever you see him. Yeah, he is. He's, he's consistent. He's very consistent. I guess you could say that. So I guess we should do like the intro, shouldn't we? We should. Let people know who we are and take it away, man. Yeah, because I get... Why am I doing it? Uh, I, do, I do it every single time no, before. No, you don't. You I make did. me do it every did single time. did it for time. months, So man. basically, welcome to the Flat White and Black Coffee podcast. Is that what it's called? 
Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the black coffee, though. <laughs> yeah, so this is a podcast where we basically just chat shit about life, our childhood. We've basically been friends for 20 plus years. Um, yeah, man. And yeah, hope you enjoy the episode. So basically, these two little cups here, uh, Jordan, uh, we basically shot a little promo in town with them. And Jordan's kept them ever since. They're the mascots. Holding them tight at night. Introducing flat white and black coffee. Yeah, that's our name. It's kind of fitting. I mean, yeah. I only really drink flat white, so I don't really drink much coffee anymore. But Yeah, I can't say drinks. I'm much of a black coffee kind of guy. No. Definitely like a bit of oat milk in there. Yeah, that's fair. Most time. There's, oat milk is... There's an uprising happening, isn't there? Oh, my days. Oat milk is in demand. Mm. And especially the... Oatly Barista oat milk. If you know, you know. I don't know. I don't think. And literally, it gets sold out really? so quickly, yeah. Because it's the best one. See, it's funny because I've kind of, I'm, I have almond milk and oat milk every now and again with my porridge. Yeah. But like, I remember being a kid and like we'd go around to Tom Bromley. Shout out. Shout out. And we'd go around to his house and he would always have soy milk I know yeah and it'd always throw me off yeah yeah so I'd always be like what the hell is this shit what is soy milk yeah it's not right and I still don't have soy milk ever but like I don't hate it I wouldn't be opposed to it I respect soy milk a little bit more now oh 100% yeah I understand like it's uh, the value of it you should try cutting out like uh, dairy milk though I know I really should I would rather the milk go to the calves and stuff but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I would rather it go to the calves than myself but I don't know sometimes like Selfish if I have a bastard. tea <laughs> if I have a cup of tea I always have normal milk and uh, I need to stop that yeah. I think some we've had like 0% and stuff and I've had almond milk and mm. oat milk before but uh, I don't know it I, just it takes like a couple of weeks of getting used to and just getting past the, the taste of oat milk yeah. but as soon as it becomes your normal then like you having full fat milk it just doesn't it doesn't make sense because you can't really taste much of a difference there isn't much of a difference but I think like it's kind of like subconsciously you're like it's not the same yeah but as soon as you get past that yeah that difference then it's yeah it's something I need to overcome I think I'd I definitely want to start trying to eat more vegetarian meals and stuff Mm. like that because I I I love vegetables I love fruit and veg so um, it's just usually uh, in the evening, I have some type of meat, whether yeah, it be yeah, fish or anything, yeah. or um, poultry as well. So well, you should try cutting out red meat. That's that's what I did a oh, year God. or so ago. Like, do you, like, are you the kind of guy who really loves steak? Because a lot of people who I say that to, they're like, oh, I couldn't cut out steak. But I, I was never really a big steak guy. I do love a steak. Do you? I do really like a steak. And... I think if I really tried, I probably could cut it out. Anyone how, how could. How often do you reckon you have steak? Oh. Once a week? No. No. Once a month? Once every two months? Once every two months? See, like, yeah. I guess that's it's not a treat. too bad. I have the steak as a treat type of thing rather but than. But like, like the other red meats, like, do you have burgers a lot? Do you have. In the summer, I guess we have like quite a lot of burgers. Yeah. And like, if I went to like, out and about to like a street food place, I'd consider getting a burger. Hey, I do miss burgers. That's probably one of the things I definitely miss, and I haven't found a good substitute for yet. No, I still. I mean, chicken burgers are good as chicken well. Chicken burgers are beautiful, but like, there's just something about a beef burger that you just can't can't replace. Mm. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, there are a couple of substitutes that I've had, like um, Burger King did a, an okay one. Yeah. And there was a place in London I went to, but you just can't... If something about a soy burger or a pea protein burger just isn't the same. It isn't the same. Yeah. I don't hate them, um, but they just... It's, I don't know, I want like the juicy you just can't meat and them. like... It, the yeah. fake chicken is really good though. They, I think they mm. managed to replicate that quite well. But then, like the rest of the the red meats, like like pork and like beef mince and stuff like that, I really don't. I've I found it quite easy to cut that out. I probably could cut that out. It's rare that we ever have that as well, to be yeah. honest. Um, Maybe we should try it. Just go for that. That's how I did it. I I think when was it last January? I did um, veganuary for a year. For a year, for a month. Um, is that what it is? Veganuary? Veganuary, yeah. I've never heard that. You go vegan for January. Oh, I did, sorry, of course. Um, and yeah, I did it for a, for a whole month, didn't have anything. I just went full vegan. And, yeah. But then at the end of January, I was like, it's too much for me because I missed, I missed chicken too much. Um, and it just felt too regimented. Mm. So then I just... Do you I do just, it for yourself or do you do it for like um, a bit of both? Animals, yeah, because yeah, I think a lot of people do it for the status of being vegan and oh yeah, mm. I'm doing this for the planet, I'm doing this. But for me, it was more about well, there are certain things that I want to do to help the planet, but there is also certain things that I enjoy myself. So I'm gonna yeah. find a balance. Whereas I think a lot of people are just like, no, I want to do everything for myself and don't think about the planet, but. For me, I was just like, nah, I like chicken. I'd like fish from time to time. So I'm going to keep those Same. in my diet. Um, and on the odd occasion, I'll have a cheese pizza. Or if I'm at work or something, and the only option is um, to have uh, a dairy coffee from the like machine, I'll have one of those. But like, if I can help it, when I'm out, I'll get an oat milk coffee. When I'm out, I'll try and not... I'll try to just get chicken and not eat beef and I think it's better to customise it so that you don't feel like you're losing out on something yeah definitely I think it's it's also good to even though you're eating meat I mean every time I eat meat I eat vegetables as well so like you shouldn't just devote yourself to one or the other no exactly and also I mean there's loads of great um, uh, vegan recipes Mm. and vegetarian recipes out there yeah so I think you've just got to, in a way, like broaden your horizon. Massively, I'm yeah. talking to myself here in a way yeah, as well. Yeah. Like I need to, uh, I should try and do like three days. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. That's how it starts. Four days. Just, like, just eat nothing but meat. Just try. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You you just need to try like just doing like one day a week to yeah. start with, where you don't eat any meat or any dairy produce. It's, it's Better than most. I'm sure it's That's it's thing. easier than you think it would be. Oh, massively. Like, it sounds like yeah, a bit yeah. of a challenge, but I imagine it would be. Yeah, and you'll right. actually start feeling some health benefits for it as well. Mm-hmm. Like after ditching red meat, I did that before I went, like before I uh, tried vegan. Um, ditching red meat actually made me feel less like because like, you, you know the feeling when you when you've eaten too much meat and you feel kind of your heart feels a bit kind of tight mm. in a way like it just gets rid of that kind of clogged up feeling of okay. the meat and it's just I don't know I just thought it was you do start feeling some good health benefits for it 
But what? let's get off of the vegan talk. <laughs> All right, no, I'm happy episode, to. Let's, the episode of this title is gonna say. vegan. <laughs> vegan um, peeps. How have you Join. been through lockdown 3.0? Because this. Oh, God, is it lockdown 3? Is it I've 3 lost or track. Is it 4? I can't even remember. Because um, this one's been the hardest fucking one for me. This last one, yeah, has just gone on and on. But then I guess for you, because of what you've been up to, like, it's probably been easier. Time has gone quicker. Yeah. Like, time hasn't really gone slow for me. It's like the fact that it's like midway through April already is quite crazy. Do you want to tell people why time's gone? All right, so basically, me and uh, my good friend, now business partner, Benjamin Chatwin, have started a street food pizza business, basically. Put the logo on the screen there. And links to the links to the Instagram Pizza Blues. Uh, yeah, check us out. We're called the Pizza Blues, and yeah, we've just been renovating a horse box for the past. Uh, that must have helped. Five you. weeks. That must have helped you get through it. Yeah, definitely. Did, and when like, did you think of the idea? Did you think of it at the start of the year, or we thought about it? I've considered it for a while, doing like a pizza um, business, even just out the confides of my own home. Yeah, yeah. And. Yeah, I basically went for a walk with uh, Johnny Bernal and Chatwin and I proposed the idea to Chatwin that this is what I'd do and I think something lit up in his brain and was just like, okay, I think I can do this because Ben and his girlfriend Kate had renovated a VW uh, van, I guess, yeah, a van, so it's just like a... a retreat. Van life. And stuff yeah, like van that, life. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. And I knew that he could do it. Mm. So I was like, okay, with his help, I know that we could renovate something and turn it into a, uh, a trailer to operate out from. And yeah, we've been doing that up for the past five weeks and it's kept me mentally stable. We've yeah. had a few scraps here and there. <laughs> Not scraps, but we've had a few arguments yeah. here and there. And uh, we're at the stage now where we're learning how to make pizza. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we both have an idea of how to make pizza. It's not rocket science, yeah. but we just want to really nail. You want to make the best, yeah. You we want to make the best. best. That's the thing. We want to be offer competitive prices yeah. at a low low rate. And <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an advert. It is. <laughs> but yeah, we've got an Instagram. If you want to check us out, it's just the Pizza Blues, no spaces. We came up with the name because we were struggling for a name. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us about the the other options for a name because for a long time it was what. The untitled, untitled Pizza Co. Pizza Co. And I thought that was a sick. A lot of people messaged us. Like a lot of people. Shout out to all the people that did message us saying they like that, but we didn't agree with you. <laughs> we just I, I knew that it was going to be like a temporary name. Yeah. Okay. And I was worried that once we had it for so long being a temporary name, that people would think that should be the name. That's and that's the, exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah. We came up with a load of suggestions. Like one stage we were called Yo Pizza Heads. Which was going for a bit more of a hipster vibe. I don't like that. No, nah, okay. And, uh, <laughs> that uh, okay. And like, yeah. um, we had like a Cozy Pizza Club, but it was too close like to that. the Cozy Club. Yeah, yeah. And then like Requito's Pizza, which was the name of like a red chili? pepper. Yeah, yeah it's pepper. like a chili pepper, basically. And then we basically decided on a colour for the, the horse box, which was sapphire blue on the bottom mm-hmm. and then oyster white on top. Mm. And the blue just really stood out and made an impression on us. And we'd had a bad day that day. <laughs> we had an argument at his dinner, at his, like 
about the name dining room table yeah about the name okay. and we almost like threw in the towel it got like that bad and like Seriously? everyone his family were coming in the room and they had to leave because we were just like going at it i've never seen you in an argument like i wasn't really in like an argument but i was just a bit fed up with like yeah. certain things and so was he yeah so we were just kind of clashing and we were like oh, okay we're all we were jumping to conclusions saying like yeah, this yeah. isn't going to work but yeah. obviously it, it, it is going to work mm. and it was going to work then and then we just decided the pizza blues mm. and i think it was a name we suggested previously right. but since we painted it blue we're like it just makes sense yeah, yeah and we can kind of like base our like theme around that and like it's kind of nice how you thought you came up with the name on the back of an argument so yeah it's, true. it kind of has some relationship like argument like blues being down being yeah a okay. bit sad but the pizza is kind of the thing that's brought you back and kept you going kind of yeah thing, so no that's true i think we both literally had a case of the pizza blues exactly yeah and we were just like a bit you're both disenfranchised by it and yeah. like we were worried that i mean it's a i was worried the whole time when we were doing the horse box up i was like really don't know how i feel about this like I'm, i was going to bed at night worrying about the name but also just worrying about the future and i still am to a certain yeah, degree because yeah. we're not trading yet but we're the Things are in place at the moment now where we're almost ready to. Our mm. application is almost ready, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. Um, and starting any on. business is scary, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it got to the point where, for locked through lockdown, that I was just fed up of mm. waiting around, it's getting like say, inconsistent yeah. work here and there, and there was just nothing going on really. Yeah, yeah. Like and. It gave us a project to work on, and then also become our own bosses. Mm -hmm. I was, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I've had some great bosses before in my time. Yeah. Shout out Karen from HMV. Um, <laughs> a nice Karen. Wow. That's yeah, cool. she was sound. She was proper sound. Don't get that very often. Glaswegian woman, uh, firm. Firm. But but nice. But sound, and uh, I mean uh, everyone else, I guess, has been all right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get yeah, I get your be your own bosses especially after the year that we've that everybody's had yeah being able to be your own boss and control where you go with with your business and especially with a with kind of a mobile food business mm. having like a restaurant which like when it comes to it if there's another pandemic will get shut down and i guess in a way obviously you probably wouldn't be able to trade that much if there was another pandemic but yeah. you've got more flexibility as to say well, we can pitch up here, we can do this, we can make sure people are too... Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, You've got yeah. more options. There's definitely more options. And, and you I could take it anywhere as well. That's the beauty of it, yeah. I mean, mm. it depends what licence we're going to get. We can't get a mobile licence because with that, they have to move every 15 minutes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which is like, an odd one. It would make no sense. I know. I mean, like, yeah, how would... I mean, it even ice cream vans make, don't yeah. park up for that long. But I was, I was told that there's a fish and chip van in Wellsbourne. Mm. And apparently they have to move every 15 minutes. So they have like a tracker on their phone so everyone can track them to where they go. But I was like, it's a cool idea, but that seems long. I did see, I, when I was working the other night and um, driving the vans for Tesco's, I, mm. well, I was in Wellsburg and I, was, I drove past that. that oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's very true. I think they're there one day a week or something like that. So. Yeah, I thought that's a great idea. Mm. But 15 minutes, that doesn't seem like... I guess you've got to... Yeah, because like, he's got to have the, like, the oils all heated up and stuff, so he must be able to put a cover over it, move somewhere, yeah. 
We couldn't do that with the oven. But then you can't. It's surely it's got to take more than three minutes to plate up an order. You just so, yeah. So that you can only you get can serve one person at a time or something exactly. like that. that it's an odd one. Sense, but but I mean, like in terms of if you wanted to, you could take your pizza trailer across the border to Spain or whatever and do it anywhere. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You could take it on a ferry. You can. It's. You can move it, you can get it out there, you can spread the word about the pizza blues. And The beauty of it is, it's like, its success depends purely on us. Yeah. And like, it depends how much we market it. I mean, thankfully, we've got so many friends that have come out to support us mm. and like message us with like, uh, even just suggesting things for us or yeah. saying, look, I can give you this if you want and yeah. stuff like that, which has honestly been such a godsend. Mm. And I think people do want to see each other succeed most of the time. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't as well. I get that. And uh, I think after the the pandemic and the whole thing of support local businesses, that yeah. is, that has really pushed people to definitely to realize. Oh shit! Yeah, actually, that that shop down the road is owned by someone who it's just a small person who yeah, like, yeah. needs money every day. And which not I think you become aware of as you get older. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, luckily, like. Because I went to uni in Bristol, mm. there was a there was a massive culture for independent places mm. where like I remember there was a Tesco store that got put on uh, Gloucester Road and there was a big like there's riots basically it because really? of it yeah because people did not want another Tesco yeah. on the road and um, yeah I mean there's loads of great like little independent places mm. and as I've gotten older it's looking for those little offshoots that like. Yeah. Ho you're hoping nobody's heard about, but obviously, yeah. like the word has spread, and uh, exactly, there's a there's a great pizza place in Leamington called Red Hot Mama. Okay, I don't know when they opened. They must have been in the past couple of years. I don't know if they opened in before lockdown or mm. what, but they make the best pizza that I've really? had like in years, and like that's something we want to base our uh, yeah, kind of yeah. business model on. Right. Okay. And the, the long-term goal is to have like a restaurant somewhere. Yeah. But for now, I think we're just comfy, just moving about, mm -hmm. chilling up in pub car parks or just on laybys and wherever. And uh, so, been good pizza. Mm. Sure, welcome. I'll check this as well. How's yours sounding? Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's all good. 26 minutes. Plenty of battery left. So, what to talk about next? <laughs> I was going to say, like, I've, I swear I moved around like fucking like 30 times during that first little bit and you didn't move once. Really? Yeah. I don't I know did. what's wrong with I me. Did, I, I did, I did. I think you did. No, I did. I've been fidgeting non-stop as well. Oh, you've been fidgeting with your arms, but not your legs. Your legs haven't moved position that oh, whole okay. time. Yeah. Whereas mine have swapped and changed like a million times. <laughs> Apologies for the how much movement that's been it's cool man um, but now nah, it feels weird to be back in this garden for with you mm. like when you think about how much a lot has transpired history. here yeah exactly over the years like just over there that's where Bromley punched a hole in the yeah. fence because he dropped a bottle of vodka yeah I, I mean it's just um, it feels a lot smaller massive yeah than it, does, it, it does we smashed a car literally over there we did yeah I'm trying to think which fence panel it was that we jumped over. I think it was those two. Yeah, maybe. 
But I mean, in a way, it hasn't changed at all. No, exactly. And it has in so many other ways. It's yeah. just, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm very oh, like, what the fuck? What? It was like bug or something. Oh, that's staying in. Fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, and no, I'm very lucky that my dad's managed to keep the garden and ha- pretty much how it was as well because it's just I can come back here and just appreciate. This I've seen this garden filled to the brim with people. Exactly. Yeah. Like literally, chock a block. I've just seen it in so many different states that it just it makes me feel a certain type of way when I come back here and yeah, it's very surreal sometimes to be. To, to feel like I remember when I had my cowboy party when I was like six mm. and we were all crammed in that shed down there yeah, that's and so you did your weird well. like your weird dance give me attention yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like, going uh, yeah. I mean yeah great times but just going back what what have you been saying at the start of this year like what have you been up oh, to oh man um, what have I been doing like, have you been keeping well yeah I'm definitely better like now, but I think towards the start of the year it was very, it was very hard. Like I'm sure a lot of people have gone through in mm. terms of feeling like the end was here, but then going to another lockdown and you're just like, oh, is it ever gonna end? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but like now we're kind of coming out of it and work's picking up a bit more. I'm able to to leave my job at Tesco's um, this week's my last week oh is it I didn't realise that's awesome yeah so I've been there for just over a year now because of the pandemic so it's it's been a blessing to have that job and have that security and I'm very grateful that I've been able to go back with such ease and yeah but now I think I'm as much as I don't have that much work to kind of make me feel fully secure I think I need to give myself that kind of kick to to leave Tesco's that security to be able to find more work. You so just focus on focus visually on pleasing. Exactly, films. yeah. So, but like, there there are a few bits in the pipeline. But so, if anybody wants to get filmed out there, oh yeah, if if anyone wants any filming done of anything, a YouTube video made, a promotional video, just get into a podcast. A podcast, yeah. So, um, a porno. Yes. He, if, <laughs> definitely <laughs> that one <laughs> I've never done a porno but that would, it would be an would experience. you be open to doing a porno do you think I probably would yeah, yeah. it would be it'd be interesting 100% because like I think there's a lot a lot more to it than people think mm. um, there are probably a lot of like trade secrets that people just think oh it's just filming like someone having sex but like in terms of the angles and being able to shoot something in a certain way to yeah. show a certain emotion. Thing is, like, if it's a long shoot, it could get rough. Yeah, exactly. Like it could it could t- turn into something not pleasant. Yeah. yeah. If it's too long, but exactly. like, if, imagine if you're shooting a porn over fucking like, I don't know how long they shoot for. I like, I, yeah, ten exactly. hours or something. I don't know. I'd love to chat to someone who actually directs pornography and just mm. pick their brain about. I imagine like. some of the. I mean, a, a lot is just someone with an iPhone and just like. I know, oh, yeah, just film yeah. it, but like. But like the the real kind of masters. Yeah, of yeah. I went to school with um, to a film school with a girl who, her dad, was a director in the adult film industry. Wow. Yeah, but I don't think she really knew much about it. So. But I would yes. like to chat to her. But no, I would be open to it. Though. Fair enough. So yeah, hit him up. But no, this year has been. 
it's been just hard like the last like last year was but it's like you can kind of see um the end in sight in a way mm. in terms of like lockdown and pandemic and stuff so it doesn't it feels like the past couple of years have just been a bit of a waste mm. Uh, they've kind of just blown by with not much change. Yeah. It's kind of just not much physical change, but a lot. I think a lot of mental change for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's a, a year that's needed to happen for a lot of people to to realise like, oh shit, I'm not really happy in this job, or um, I appreciate this thing more than this thing, so I need to look at that and like priorities and like just for a lot of mental reasons. I think a lot of people are realizing just i need to change in this kind of way and this mm. pandemic has kind of given me the push to do that i think a lot of people have just uh i noticed a lot more people have been like walking and like mm. exercising and stuff like that so mm. they've tried to physically get healthier yeah but also i think it's like some people still need to like leave the house and yeah, see yeah. people and like even just like walking past someone and just saying hello yeah, is like yeah. enough for someone yeah just to feel like they're still part of the world. Yeah, I feel like it's it's weird because like when things opened up again on like the twelfth of April or whatever it was, the amount of people you you see just over the country that are like queuing up to go to Primark or queuing up to get into a pub, and it just I don't understand. It. I don't understand it either. Uh, what can they possibly want from Primark to queue up to go in? Like they've missed for like six months or however long it's been like I mean I, I, I I've been, wear, been wearing the same clothes basically for say, two years I was like, say, like it's not about you don't need new clothes but that just goes to show like I think one of the things that I've realised over this last pandemic is external external things can never really treat like make you happy or content mm. like I could have like the biggest house the nicest cars and everything but like if I'm not happy in here like it just doesn't matter yeah nothing matters yeah I mean it's like I've got like I've got some like books and like art books and stuff which I hold very dear to me yeah. and like stuff from Japan as well which yeah, is yeah. like they're mementos of a time or something but like I mean it's nice to look at and that's about it yeah, it's yeah. nice to like it gives you a bit of a shot of uh, an endorphin rush maybe mm gives you all the good tingling feelings in your yeah. brain but uh, deep down it's kind of like okay but where am I I'm 26 I've yeah. still got shit to figure out I'm still like mm. I'm not where I thought I'd be mm -hmm. if you know what I mean I can understand like the pub thing a bit more in terms of yeah some but people I mean, miss people aren't drinking I get the vibe that people have been drinking less yeah uh, I've been drinking less I know I have I understand. I'm drinking like, way less. <laughs> people want to go to the pub to because that's their their outlet in terms of their socialising side of things. But yeah, you can have a drink like we're having a drink right now in a in a garden. You could have done that like I think a couple of weeks ago oh, before the pub's open. Yeah, so yeah. it's like some people say, oh, but it's the vibe of the pub. But yeah, you're not in the pub though. You're yeah. outside the pub. You know what I mean? You can't even still go in the pub. So I just don't. I don't really get that, and going out for a, for a meal, I've never, like, as we've spoken about, I've not really one who obsesses over going out mm. as much as I like eating in. So, well, I love eating out. <laughs> <Do you? laughs> I mean, I um, 
the thing is, I kind of, I do understand the pub thing to a certain degree. Like people want to, there is a slight desire, for me I know anyway, to get drunk because I haven't been drunk in yeah. ages. And people feel like it's not acceptable at home. Maybe it's not acceptable yeah. at home. So people are, are like, oh, let's go down to the pub and like drink loads, I smoke loads. Young and... people like I completely get. Yeah, yeah. I do feel really sorry for them. Like even though we're young people. But yeah, like... yeah. Let me clarify. I would want to get drunk with people. Like, I <laughs> want to get not like with like not on your own. <laughs> not down the pub <laughs> garden on my own. Like I've seven pints and uh, packet crisps, please. But yeah, I feel for young people like. 19, 20, 21, like in the prime age of going to the pub and socialising and discovering that side of themselves because, mm. God, I I remember that and I absolutely loved that. Yeah, I really loved it. But it's the people who are our age and older who are like, I need the pub, I need the pub. It's like, yeah, I don't understand that. Focus on yourself, man. Yeah, yeah. You're not, the pub is. It's not going to help is, you. Is, yeah, it's. Uh, it's, it's putting pause on everything for exactly, a bit. Exactly, yeah. It's just going to lose you money and lose you time. Yeah. See, I'm going to the pub actually on Friday. Yeah. But there's like an ulterior motive. We're meeting an old friend from Bristol. Well, there you go. And he's pitching us on uh, his pesto business, basically. Right. So we're going to have like a dip and stuff. But we will have a few drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like... Well, that's the thing. I, I went to the pub, um, when was it? Thursday night. But that was because of... It was Baker's birthday. Yeah, of course. Thursday, so... Shout out. Happy birthday. Shout out. Um, Spice. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just the people who are like, I need the pub. It's that. It's that need, and yeah. not just a. Oh yeah, no, I would like it. It would be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, it's not the end all be all. It's just exactly. like. It's a. It's a little point on the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that made any sense. But it's when it's when people feel like they are deprived of something that they want something more. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm I'm keen to go down the pub. I, I'm really would. Hang on, let me get my words out. I'd really like to go to a music event as well. Mm. Like, I've listened to a lot of music. I've always listened to music, but like in the lockdown and stuff, and I've kind of like rediscovered some like music that like I hadn't listened to for years. Mm. Like I'm listening to Metallica quite a lot at the moment. And, uh, I didn't even know you liked Metallica. I didn't even know I liked Metallica, <laughs> but I've actually I've listened to like their Master of Puppets album yeah. literally about like ten times recently, oh, over the past wow. couple of weeks, and I think it's literally a, a masterpiece of an album. Really? Yeah, literally incredible. I'd recommend. And I'd love to go to like a, a concert and yeah, see them. Yeah, yeah. I'm desperate to go see like. Uh, Hans Zimmer. I'd love to go see oh, him yeah, live. Yeah, like yeah. his orchestra would be sick. Yeah. I'd fucking. I'd love to go to a drum and bass night. What can I say? <laughs> I, I'm drum and bass at heart. And you uh, love drum and bass. Don't you? They actually do these events in Bristol at the Trinity Centre, which really? is like a converted church. And they have like all these like beautiful lights set up and like mm-hmm. um, chandeliers and stuff. And everybody goes and sits down. It's sits under a marquee. Down. So they sit down, you can have a meal, and then somebody's playing like music. It can be drum and bass, dubstep, uh, dub, uh, reggae, whatever. So you're uh, listening to drum and bass while sat down, it's kind of like yeah, an it's oxymoron for me. It kind of depends goes if it's like calm and like it's just got a nice beat. You could like eat okay. your potato and just like yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm desperate to go to a music night. I'm desperate to see certain friends that I haven't, I've kind of lost yeah, touch yeah. with. Yeah. 
um, like a few friends that are in London that mm, I just haven't I spoken say, to. We need to take seen. a trip down to London. We do actually. And film yeah. a couple of podcasts while we're down there. Because yeah. There are, I think that for both of us, there are a lot of people down there who I agree. We would want to do an episode with like mm. Imogen, Heidi, Hale, my mate Sayuz, and Wardo. Wardo. JT would be an interesting one as well, I think. Yeah, I don't really know JT too well. But get to know. Get to, to know. know. <laughs> yeah. Get to know. But yeah, we should take a trip down to London for like a weekend. Yeah. Film a couple of podcasts and just fucking jam. Yeah, for sure, man. I'd be really up for that. Mm. I'm, I would like to go to London. I mean, there's loads of food places I'd love to go yeah, to yeah. as well. Um, we need to do that um, YouTube video of you testing the pizzas as well. Yeah, that's in the pipeline. That's in the pipeline. That's That's got to be done probably mm. maybe next week or so. Still got a lot of shit to sort this week. Have you felt that? I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like I've spoken to a couple of people and they've agreed. But this, um, is, a, this is a deep one. We're going deep now. Kind of deep. Yeah, we're entering the deep. deep zone. Entering the deep zone. Um, but for me, I feel like this lockdown specifically um, has made me a lot more antisocial when it comes to the idea of socialising with people. Because um, I know you've been, like over the years, you've been somewhat antisocial in terms of socialising and stuff like that. But I think in, <laughs> in terms of oh, socialising, <laughs> right? <laughs> but in the last like year or so, you've actually become more um, uh, social. I think. I think I've like it's kind of gone up and down. Yeah. My, yeah. Me, like I, uh, I'm social at times, mm-hmm. like. Sometimes I'm too social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I'm a bit too open and I'm a bit too loud, probably. But then sometimes it's it feels hard to get you out of. It's like you're kind of all or nothing in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you reckon that is? Uh, oh shit. <laughs> um, it's got deep, man. It's it got, got deep. deep. I don't know really. Well, I think this beam, to a certain degree. To a certain degree, I still. I choose when I want to socialise, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid to, like, if someone calls me up and goes, I'm like, yeah, I might do, man, Sorry, but it's probably not going to happen. What, we've got a little bee. It's not a little bee, mate. It's fucking huge. That's the smallest bee I've ever seen. It's fucking huge. That's a queen. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to... If you just sit down, you'll be sound. It'll come land on your head. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just... Uh, I can choose when I want to be social and also like no, I get that I fully get that I actually I it's quite sad but I enjoy spending time by myself no that's not sad at all like, that's uh, not sad uh, at all I don't I don't hate my own company and uh, I mean actually I was with Chatwin the other day when we picked up uh, no we didn't pick up I don't know what we were doing something Saturday mm. and uh, I was just about to leave and I got a call and some people asking me to go down the pub basically mm. they'd been down there since 12 and stuff and I would have, I would have generally liked to have gone and seen them all, mm-hmm. but the problem is I just I'd been working. I didn't want to walk into a, a vibe where everybody's slightly pissed yeah, and yeah. God knows what. And uh, so, would you say it's more of a? Because like I've I've always kind of questioned it. I know this is getting really deep, and we can. Kind no, of, it's good. I like this. Um, but I've always wondered, like over the years, when say you've been difficult to kind of contact or you've been difficult to get out of the house, whether it's more of a you're kind of more worried about socializing or you actually want to spend more time on your on your own which one is like is it 
differs from time to time. I don't or? know if it's either. No. I don't know what it is. I think I just... Um, I think I just like... There's a lot I like to do on, by myself. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot like... Um, I read a fair bit. I, I uh, play games. Yeah. I watch films. There's, I can keep myself occupied and stuff. And yeah. while... I worry sometimes that I'm losing my friendships with people because I'm not right. seeing them. Yeah, yeah. But I also am just... I'm kind of happy with seeing people intermittently right i'm happy okay. with not seeing people all the time because when i see them it's it means more. more okay so so it is so no that's answer my question so it's not a case of you're actually anxious about socializing it's no. more of just you just enjoy spending time with yourself yeah I, gu- I guess so i think it's good because a lot of people struggle with that massively yeah definitely with the lockdown i think a lot of people yeah. struggle with that where for me when the lockdown started i was like this is what I've been doing, doing yeah, for fucking yeah. ages. No, I've found that as well because I would obviously I've been self-employed for a while, but mm. that's what I was doing. Like, yeah, just exactly. Working from home, and just plod on doing exactly yeah, what I was doing. Some before. people are like, oh, I just can't take the time. I'm just so bored. I've got nothing to do, and it's like, yeah, just, just read or just a lot read of yourself. like, especially like coming from film and stuff as well, mm. and, and like writing as well. It's like you can only do that by yourself mm. you can only like plan things out by yourself yeah, and yeah. then eventually you get other people in to see their perspective yeah. and then decide whether or not to yeah. to go your line of work is more collaborative mm-hmm. whereas like writing for me which is still more of a hobby yeah, more yeah. than anything is just uh something you do by yourself yeah exactly and uh I mean, I love I love all my friends. I've mm. got some great friends and stuff, and I, I love seeing them when I do. You know, yeah, yeah. but I won't I won't be back on this podcast for another six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's taken, it's taken four months to get you to fucking sit down for one, mate. I've been I've been busy. You to have be been fair. busy. I'll let you off this time, but but uh, yeah, I mean, but no, I hear you. I I think I've realised that about friendships as well. Like like I don't I don't speak to I don't speak to Bosch who is my best mate I don't speak to him for like I don't know a month at a time yeah but that when we do one it's exactly the same as if I'd seen him yesterday and two it's if anything it's like you said it's more it means more because I haven't spoke to him every day yeah and like with my mate Saeed in London like I was speaking to him every single day like on FaceTime we just FaceTime each other and just do nothing but like just chat and Time is important, man. It is important, but like also understanding that it's okay to take a step back sometimes and be like, well, I need to prioritise myself in terms of I need to be happy with myself and then when I can come back to these relationships, I can give more of myself. Yeah. Because I understand myself more. So, And I think that's what I've done quite drastically over the last like four months in terms of accepting who I am and like what I can give and now I feel more ready to give to the relationships that I have if that makes sense yeah because it is possible to give too much yeah it's like you can you can give too much and then like it's kind of like you scare people off or you're just like oh no nah, I need to back away yeah, now yeah. and uh, I think that's how I got as well give I, little little and often yeah, yeah. or like or frequently loads and loads, loads. Yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah and I hear you it's a fun, funny one, really. Like time is just like your time is very precious to yeah. each other, and it's it's lovely to s- spend time together. But like, but if it's too much, then yeah, it ruins it. It's good to 
pick and choose when and also like your time is valuable so when you meet the right person and, and you give them your time yeah um, friend relationship or whatever then you know you've, you've met a good one you know yeah no, exactly so exactly but that's the thing that's the thing what um, else we got to talk about I feel like there's a few things we need to hash out on this first episode what are we thinking of calling it I don't know the ketchup the ketchup sounds quite good quite like the ketchup yeah, I yeah. Make one. I made like a couple of notes earlier I, okay. think it's, I think this episode's been really good so far yeah I think we've just had a little little chit chat um, oh, fucking base my dad's just sent me some photos of him on set in Budapest Oh, is he filming the Vikings show? Yeah, the Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. What did I put? Okay, so how was lockdown 3.0? What did you learn? Um, habits you've picked up? I don't know how keep? to use a drill. Habits I kept up. Or you've picked up during like, lockdown oh, okay. that you'll kind of keep going? Um, Little habits. Think, have a think about that one. But yeah, it's another difficult. One, Probably um, just eating too much. <laughs> um, the state of the world after the lockdown um, what you think has changed in the world or the people of the world ooh that's a good one I I imagine in a year once the lockdowns are over this will just be it will just be old news Yeah. the world has a tendency to move on from things very quickly it does but it's it our world in terms of our generation has never been through no. this so I, I don't know I feel like it's going to have more repercussions than you think maybe yeah I think but then I might be wrong I still I? think it's just it's weird because like we're getting older mm. and the, obviously the lockdowns happen but I don't know whether to owe things to people us just getting older or us like the lockdown yeah so like time is just going on yeah as it normally does and then the lockdowns just kind of happened and it's time hasn't changed it's still yeah, happening yeah, yeah. yeah so do you put changes in yourself down to just getting old and just maturing or down to the lockdown yeah no i, I get mm. that a lot i don't know if the world will i mean the world's already changing in a way yeah i think um i think people want to do more good for themselves mm -hmm. and now it's a case of them realising we've got to do more good for the world mm -hmm. I think a lot of people point the finger mm. and are just like no you're to blame you're to blame and like I mean all this shit there's all the uh, royal monarchy at the moment oh, with uh, God, Prince yeah. Philip dying which is a sad thing Every, whoever dies is a sad thing Yeah. But... and um, I mean it's just like every, there's always something to get annoyed about and people always like love to have something, uh, some sort of like anger or resentment towards yeah, yeah. something. They love to have an opinion. Everybody loves to have an opinion. They love to have and an that's opinion. the beauty of this world. Everyone's yeah. entitled to their opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it be wrong or not. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the main thing is people should just educate themselves. Well, massively, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, educate themselves about what is actually happening because. It's funny, like the amount of people that thought that uh, the coronavirus was because of some anim animal testing, which it might be. Yeah. It might be f from people were saying it's from some bat that mm. like bit a pig, but, yeah. but that's from a film. That's from that Contagion film. Literally, the last scene oh, yeah. is the bat going into the pig farm. Yeah. And I'm like, that's where everybody's saying yeah, it's yeah. from. 
So just, I mean, it's all the media as well. well and yeah, everybody's tuned into their TVs so much. The whole from thing, this. yeah. The whole thing is is the media being able to control all of the people however mm, they want them to. Exactly. The media could write, China is the cause of coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll have thousands of people being like, oh, this Asian person over here, who's actually Korean, is to blame for coronavirus. Yeah. And it's just, like you said, it's people need to educate themselves as to... That's, that's as really to what fucked the up. It's like, yeah. the fact that, like, we live in a, a country where... I, I, uh, there is quite a few Asian people and stuff, but in America especially, there's like there's literally like violence on Asian people yeah. at the moment. And I mean, I know it's been happening to different races for time as well, especially mm. black people with uh, everything over there mm. and here to a certain degree. But it's just everybody just wants to blame someone and just fucking just get on with your life. Don't mm. feel like you have to give out this anger. Don't project yeah. this negative mind on everyone else. Nah, exactly. But it's just, it's, I've, I've written basically like a, a monologue that I'm, or like a, a script that I'm going to eventually mm. um, perform, but... The life and times of pretty Robin. Much, pretty much, yeah. Um, and I talk about um, how... Growing up, I, I realised how certain inherited beliefs um, caused people to be ignorant to towards me and towards a lot of people um, without fully understanding why they are doing it. So, if so, for example, if let's say hypothetically this 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 man is forty five, he's just had kids, he has grown up believing it's quite late that, to have kids <laughs> true yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking uh, he's grown up believing that um, believing certain beliefs maybe about let's say Polish people mm. um, and he says oh there are too many Polish people in this area mm. the kids they've got that three he's years. had yeah the kids that he's had who are now 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 whatever just about to go to high school they're going to go to high school thinking that there is something wrong with having too many Polish people in a certain area. Yeah, definitely. And then that kid is going to spread those beliefs to all of his peers and all of his friends. Mm -hmm. And the same thing can go for thinking that black people are thieves or thinking that black people are this or that because they see it on the media. Mm -hmm. That's how stuff spreads and that's how certain beliefs go from being something you just see on the TV to something that a whole class of kids yeah. actually believe. I mean, it's like... I mean, I, none spring to mind, and they're not really like race related, but like there's things you're told from a young age, and then you just choose to believe them. Yeah. And then you get to a certain age, and you're like, hang on, that's not true. Like, no, but, oh, that, right. but that's the thing. It's like, it's like growing up thinking that um, a convenience store is called the Packy Shop. Yeah. When okay. really it's actually owned by a, a really nice Indian family. Yeah, yeah. And not a Pakistani family. Yeah. But we just we take those those things from the kids that we have as friends and we just we mimic because that's what mm. we do as kids we just absorb shit and we mimic it and put it out there until we get to a point where we're actually conscious human beings where we can be like actually no they're not Pakistani yeah they're actually Indian and we say Paki shop and wait Paki's not really a nice way to refer to a Pakistani not so, person no. so it's I think I've done a lot of thinking like that and 
Um, I think everyone, like, I'm, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but, like, I think a lot of people have, like, an awakening where they kind of just, like, oh, like you said, there's just, like, they're conscious about what they've been taught or what they're mm. saying or, like, how to treat individuals. Like, we're all on this earth together. Mm. Like, why would you Why would you want to insult someone when you don't even know them? Or exactly. Or you just want to insult them. You, you, you don't even realise you're insulting yeah. them. So it's just every, the, the, the simple answer mm. is just be nice. Yeah. Just be nice to fucking everyone. But that's the thing that before you can allow yourself to see everyone as equal, yeah. you have to ask yourself why you think you're better. Mm. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people. They are. They they grow up believing that they are better than somebody else or anybody yeah, else. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Because a lot of people think, oh, well, that's just a dog, or that's just a fucking mouse. Yeah, yeah. Or that's just whatever. I'm better than that because I'm bigger or I'm mm. a human, and that's a, like there's no better or worse. No, no, no. And that's the problem. I think. Now, hear me out on this one. Okay. If there's ever a time to be a dick, mm. to be sexist, racist, whatever, it's when you're a kid. Mm. Because then you learn. you got to learn instantly. Mm. That's not the right thing to do. Well, yeah, but... From like, a super young age. I'm not saying, like, yeah. a kid, like, five, ten years younger than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm literally saying, like, three or four years old. Like, I watched Minari, yeah. which is a great film, and it's about a Korean family that moves to America. Is that the one with... Uh, it's the guy from Walking Dead. Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got Oscar. I can't remember the um, something. Yeah. Isaac Chung is the director. Really, it's uh, a good, great film. Yeah, yeah really heartwarming film. Um, yeah, great performances, it. and it's just nice to like. I think every, I don't know. I have a slight fancy of living on a farm. We've like surrounded yeah, by like yeah. animals and like yeah, my family. Um, but like, there's a scene where there's the kid goes over to this white kid's house, and mm. the kid's obviously Korean. And, like, the kid's like, what's wrong with your eyes and stuff? And they're just working each other out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just such a harmless interaction for them to kind of... uh, It's not racist, but, like, um, it's just them working out, okay, you're Korean, I'm American, I'm white American. It's it's accepting that other people are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, regardless of our skin colours, if if you were black or I was white right now, we Mm. would still look different. Because mm. we're different human beings, but it's about seeing that, being like you're different, but there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone's different. And that's fucking, that's the problem. I go for a run every other morning, and everyone runs different. Yeah, everyone do. runs different. Some people exactly. are like, yeah. I dread think what I'm like. Yeah. But everyone runs different. Everyone's got their own little everyone's walk and their yeah. own little way of living. But like, I think. I hope that eventually it can get to a point where, like, when when you say, like, racism is okay, like, in kids, I understand that in terms mm. of, because they are trying to suss each other out, but it would be good to get to a point where the parents, like, let's say when we have kids, we're not going to teach them that certain people are better or worse because of... Uh, skin colour or because of being transgender or whatever because we accept people for who they are yeah, and, that, and I hope that it's as bad as it sounds like when the generations 
that think like that when they get older and the generations who don't think like that begin to reproduce like mm. us and the, the kids who are coming through now hopefully the idea of racism will reduce quite drast drastically yeah. but then you don't know because there there are always going to be certain it can always come back around maybe yeah, like and there, there could be like, a, like even people an uprising already. like yeah. fucking stalin or hitler and exactly fucking. so but the more we can educate people on asking themselves why they think they're better than anyone else mm. unfortunately we've been like this for time oh, and like exactly, also yeah. like We've all got fucking nuclear weapons like pointed at each other. Yeah. So like, it's like if one person says something wrong, then yeah. it's like, all right, well, we'll blow him up. Yeah. And that's not the right course of action to take. Yeah. And I know like between like two people having an interaction, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. But it might as well be fucking nuclear warfare because you're, you're out to, somebody yeah. might be out to attack and then the other person's not exactly out to defend themselves. No. People just want to get on living. Exactly. Um, I I don't understand people that feel like they need some sort of way of expressing their anger or their. Uh, I just don't understand it. And there's a lot of people, yeah. especially in the news, and like all these people in the media that like um, want to gang up on like I know it's mainly like celebrities and stuff, mm. but they want to like they see like an easy target. They're just like. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but like Britney Spears, yeah, no, <laughs> when she had like a breakdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the media obviously just all over that, which probably just made a spiral down even mm. more. Yeah, like it's a weird analogy to say, but it's kind of <laughs> no. I fully, I fully agree because the media yeah. is just so, so fucking destructive, and it's just unnecessary. Yeah, but then it's just it's that idea that if you're a person who isn't happy with who you are by making someone else feel worse about themselves you make yourself feel better about yourself mm. and when let's imagine this is a weird one wait start that again I'm just gonna Did it stop? We still got the audio. We can just cut the back. <laughs> this can be episode zero. When did it cut out? Still got it on the mic. What we'll do is um, we'll just put like a picture of us two with the hats on that says flat white black coffee and just say like technical difficulties, something like that. It'll be sound.
Been going for an hour and three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be alright. Yeah, I kind of need one as well. I'll just leave it recording. So is your mic picking up me as well? Yeah. Like quite clear then? Yeah. Okay. That was a good chat, wasn't it? It was. Still got the audio. Be alright. What was I saying? I was thinking actually, yeah. imagine an alien race has come to Earth. Yeah. Uh, and they look down at us. Yeah. Like, do they think like, oh, they're all different? Like, because they're all different race. Like, we're all different. Like, black, white, what Asian. Do you think, oh, you think they think that we're different? Or are we just races? all one thing? And I think the likelihood is we're just one thing. Like, we originated mm. slightly different, or like branches of our um, ancestors branched off and went to different parts of the world, and mm. that's why. I think like Neanderthals and uh, all the like the times of the hunter gatherers, they mm. were mainly like black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we have all originated from the same thing. Yeah. But and just evolved. Yeah, just evolved. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to slot in a little alien thing. <laughs> <laughs> we do want. I do want to talk about aliens one episode. I think. Oh yeah. Who should we get on to talk about aliens? So now we need to get an alien expert on. I don't no, know really. one. I don't know any, it doesn't spring to mind. Maybe we should just contact one and just be like... That would be quite jokes, actually. Because I have a passing belief in... I mean, I believe that there's life elsewhere, but I don't exactly... Do you, be, do you believe that aliens walk among us? No. No? I don't believe they walk among us. Not even in they've taken human form? No. No? Why Because nah. that's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, that's what that film is. <laughs> that's just like... <laughs> what, that's what? just in pop culture from like the 50s. If not before. Why would it not be possible? Hey, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's very unlikely, I'd say. Why? Because I think the likelihood is that they're sending like probes and stuff and little satellites to here. and like, To monitor. Yeah. Or like they're sending little robots and stuff because they'd be able to travel light years in space. Yeah. Unless they've like mastered somehow to like interstellar travel and stuff. I don't know. 
but I think the likelihood is that uh, maybe they've like observed us from a distance and that's it. Mm. There's a lot of weird conspiracies out there, but I don't know. I don't know until I see. Actually, I have so seen, have seen something. Have you? I have seen something. Well, I'll save that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's the plan for the rest of the year? Um, make some pizza, man. Yeah. Make some pizza. Did you make those pizzas? Because you were making dough last time I saw you. Did make some pizzas. First one out? ended up all right. Yeah. Second one ended up a bit wet. I put too much sauce on. Yeah. Third one, absolute disaster. Why? It just fell apart. Did it? Yeah. But the first one for my mum actually turned out quite well. What is it? So okay. we're doing it in uh, the kitchen there. Oh, so you didn't do it in the pizza oven? No, didn't do it in the pizza oh, oven. Okay. No, Chatwin did his in the pizza oven. Right, you and did his kind there. of had mixed results as well. Really? But, um, yeah, did mine in our oven, but we've uh, I've actually got the horse box coming to my house um, oh, yeah. next week. Okay. So we're going to start operating from there for a little bit because it's more or less done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just going to crank out some pizzas in it and mm -hmm. it'd be quite nice to just have a bit of a change of place yeah, yeah. from Chatwins for a change. Yeah, I was going to say. So yeah, turned out all right. We've got a load of uh, ingredients today from suppliers in Coventry. Nice. So some... Uh, what kind of ingredients? So we've got like some double zero flour. We've got some cheese, some Fiordilate mozzarella from them, but right. it's shredded, but they also do blocks. So What would you prefer? blocks really because then we can cut it ourselves i think right. with the uh with the shredded stuff they had like potato starch and all this stuff just to preserve it better mm -hmm. and just general stuff we ordered like a peel pizza peel today and then also a pizza scraper and just little That's tools cool. that we need you're gonna have like yeah. a proper wooden pizza scraper like uh it's got a wooden hand no it's got metal handle actually oh, okay. yeah so we were looking at wooden ones but we got like a double pack so we got one that's like a square which you put the pizza in and then you got one that's a circle with some cuts in so you oh, can just okay. spin the pizza right. so like not spin it like throw it up in the air but like you just <laughs> put it in and then just turn it round almost it's really? easier with like a, so a cool. base that's like a circle but yeah for the rest of the plans for the year um I guess I'd like to, I'd like to be busy working. Yeah. So I'd like to hopefully build up our business and our brand a little bit more. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to move out as well. Yeah. Um, I've been thankful to be back at home now for uh, since coming back from Russia, mm. and that was a while ago now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm almost on the right track to be earning some money and yeah. uh, getting out of there. Um, yeah, just continue working on myself, just feeling healthy. Um, no real major like plans or anything. No. I'd still... Uh, Do you want to get the pizza trailer to a festival or two this year? We're considering some. There's like a, like a beer and cider festival that we've uh, been invited to, actually. Really? Um, which I think was for about 60 people, which would, could oh. do, would sort us, actually. Yeah. We'd be all right. And then there's also a festival that our friend... Domo has sorted, but uh, we haven't given him a response yet because we just we don't want to stretch ourselves too thin. Mm. Like we, I mean, it would be lovely by the end of the year to be like we could hire someone or we could get someone with us or because mm. we've got friends that have volunteered and stuff. But do you reckon you'd like be able to? What What would you need someone else to do? 
we'd like someone to basically when we if we're making the pizzas and stuff for them to interact with the customers more right okay so like maybe they're outside the horse box and then directly to speaking to them right, okay. um, but for now i think it would be all right i mean kate has offered to help out with us she'd as well be great be, yeah well. she'd be great which is very nice of her mm. but we'd we'd be all right as well i mean we're both fairly chatty people i, like both, say, I, um, I think um most trailers like that don't really have someone to do something. No, it's like rare. So. Only if you're super busy, I think that would be yeah. the case. But like, because we're going to be dealing with money and stuff, like we want to be nice for someone just to focus on the money and then yeah. us to focus on the pieces yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, but yeah, just building up relationships, I guess, would be the goal for this year. Building up um, a solid base of people that are yeah. happy with what we're providing them. Um, there's not really many things I'm like specifically looking forward to. Mm. Um, just enjoying the journey, kind of thing. Yeah, mm. I'm just trying to think if there's like any events or anything that are coming up that I'm really super jazzed about. I'll turn 27 in August. I'm not really yeah, jazzed sure. about that. <laughs> um, no, I mean there's no real films or anything that I'm really like no. hyping for anymore. But that's good that you can just be happy living in the moment yeah yeah definitely I've definitely struggled with that what do you think you're looking forward to this year what is there anything that um, springs to mind this year um, in June uh, my dad's directing an episode of Hollyoaks oh, an cool. hour long special um, and I'm going to be working on the crew for it sick it's like the camera department so and I've got like the dates for it and on the dates it says like the first five days is at a lake and then the next day is at like a shoot tank so I'm pretty sure there's like some kind of crash into a lake and cool. then we're going to be shooting at like some underwater tanks so that should be quite cool. That'd be cool, yeah, nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, that should be quite good. Um, what is Hollyoaks about? <laughs> oh man, I haven't watched it in years. My sister used to love it. Is it a teen programme? Is it a I bunch think of teens? No, I think it's like it's it's still got adults in there. Okay. It's kind of like EastEnders, but slightly younger. Slightly younger. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be good fun. I didn't realise your dad was directing an episode. Yeah, and yeah, then he's awesome. hopefully directing a or co-directing a feature film um, towards the end of the year that I'm hopefully working on as well. Wow. About um, he's getting Steven Seagal. Back for it. Man, like Steven. Um, what yeah. does his dad, your dad, ever say about Steven Seagal? I can't remember. Because it's like he just seems like a weird character. Yeah. He like, was too fair. I don't think he had many scenes with him. No. He seems like a bit of a fraud in a way. I don't know why, but he I just know. doesn't seem he legit. He doesn't seem like he moves that much with his career. No. I think he went to visit Russia, and there was a video of him doing. Uh, I don't know what they call it. Does it begin with a K? It's not Tai Chi, but it's like it's a certain type of like karate or something. Okay. And it's just like people are just like he's just going like this, and the person's <laughs> doing a front flip and stuff, and like it's just like oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but there are a couple of things I'm excited. About. Hopefully, towards the end of the year, I'm um, going to be going off on a little. Um, I want to get like a van mm. and then go and just try to travel Europe a little bit. That'd be awesome. And go and do like a couple of workaways in France, Italy, Spain, Portugal. Yeah. 
I guess actually experience. that would be one thing to go and see some people that I haven't seen for a while mm. that, that are abroad. Yeah, but yeah. I just don't see that happening this year. Maybe yeah. next year. But Europe would be awesome, especially mm. in a van. Like that's definitely like. Yeah, exactly. Like, just that'd be such an experience. And I think the from what I've looked online, um, you can travel to all of the European, uh, like places, countries. Is the word um, until I think the end of 2022. And that's when they're going to start getting you to get visas to enter each country. Okay. So I'm kind of trying to make the most of it while... Is there anywhere you, like, you specifically want to go? Not really. No. I'd love to... I just, I just want to go and... I just want to go and explore. Just, just get lost. Well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to... Me and Paddy are just going to jump in the van when I get a van. Um, just drive. That'd be awesome, man. Mm. You should definitely do that. Is there like any... Uh, any like specific goal that you'd like to achieve by the end of the year? End of this year? Yeah. Um, like especially with like your filming and stuff. Is there anything that? Not really. No. No. I think I would. Cause you toyed with the idea of like making like more content for yourself. Yeah. Like a YouTube channel and stuff like that. There's one goal. Okay, so I. By the end of the year, I want to have finished and filmed my monologue that I've written, Okay, yeah, yeah. Which is basically about my life. Do you have, like, an far. idea in your head of, like, how it looks and stuff? Yeah, and, so yeah. it's, it's going to be... I'm going to basically create certain scenes where I'm just doing something in a scene, but talking to camera. Okay. Um, Fuck off. Um... Yeah, so there's going to be like a couple of different scenes where I'm just, I'll take a bit of the monologue, speak to, go away. Um, yeah, and just kind of make it up of scenes that kind of have some kind of metaphorical meaning towards me and my life. Like I'd love to be able to film in high school, just of me like doing something in high school. Um, or like twenty-seven-year-old boy in a high school yeah, uniform. Yeah. What am I, I doing? So like that's that's one of my aims to be able to finish that, release yeah. that, and happy with it because there's a lot of there's a lot of shit in there which has taken me a long time to to get out of myself and like really look back on my childhood and be like well that wasn't okay like that was this this was the reason for that and mm. yeah so I think it will See, it's it funny I just I just don't really think about my childhood that much do not like, I don't I guess I have no real like experience the same as you mm. everybody has their own life but like I just uh, I don't know I look back on things with me good memories and stuff yeah. but it's almost like high school now for me seems like a lifetime ago yeah. so almost like I mean the people I surround myself with now are still mainly from high school or like I see bump into people from high school yeah. and like that's what we talk about so it's rare that I ever bump into someone and it's like okay let me let's talk about our childhood and stuff yeah. I reflect on it sometimes but it's it's rare that like I, I need to be yeah. I think to be honest like I I have a tendency to focus on the past a little bit too much or I have done mm -hmm. so recently I've been trying to be more present with like what's happening at the moment I've been doing the same but I was I focus on the future yeah of. yeah and I, I definitely focus on the future but mm -hmm. like I'm just kind of like okay this is what's happening yeah. and then because I, dwe I dwelled on the past for ages like Mm. Um, I still do to a certain degree like what things in the past um, just like 
weird little things like you saying the monologue there triggered mm. something when we did drama and we did like a monologue for drama and I'm like why didn't I do something else different yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I don't know why that would like bother me but it kind of does in yeah, a way yeah. it's just certain little things that you tweak and also like I can't remember where I heard it but like like giving your love to something mm. that doesn't want it mm-hmm. there's it's such a waste of time god yeah I know that so it's I did that for a long time. Yeah. And I think that happens about what the fuck was that? But it's, you should try it like, I think just doing this, writing this monologue is, and reflecting on my own childhood has made me just like, just sit down and be like, okay, so let's start from this. And like, yeah, for me, the monologue is very much about, it's, it's entitled freedom. Yeah. Because I started by saying, um, uh, I am a free man, but what is the price of this freedom? And then I go into all of the things that I've had to kind of accept growing up um, that as a black man, I just have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's made me go through my childhood and think, well, okay, so when I was at high school, a lot of my friends would kind of um, make a joke out of me pulling the race card and pulling the race card on teachers to make them feel bad saying mm. oh you're doing that because I'm black but did I, you ever do that no nah, I didn't <laughs> sorry I, didn't. I never felt comfortable but a lot yeah. of people would be like oh yeah just pull the race card yeah, the race. yeah. and I do remember certain it, people doing that yeah yeah but looking back on it I was like well I don't like you don't understand what that will do because as one of the only black kids in the whole school mm. I was trying so hard to fit in and be that kind of submissive cool black guy in yeah. a way if I pull the race card, that's changing that. I'm going from cool black guy to that easily offended black guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like militant black guy. Exactly. Just there, yeah. Right? And like, there's so many things like that, little kind of microaggressions that I'm only just realizing. So that's why this monologue has kind of really opened my eyes to what my childhood was like. And even the, the fact of like Wardo pushing me over in the playground in primary school because he'd never seen a black guy before. I held nothing against Wardo for doing it. I don't know if that's true. But that's what he said, that's what he said. I know, but I don't, I, know, I think I don't he's know making a joke. I like, don't, why would he do that? I don't know. But like, it would make sense, because I can't remember how old he was, but he probably hadn't seen a black before. <laughs> but like, I don't hold anything against him. I, I love Wardo, but yeah, it's just very interesting to, to look back at that and be like, wow, like that was his impression of black people and he did that out of fear and then you grow up and you you, and look you at pushed over people. Adam Barton because you'd never seen a kid in praise <laughs> that's not true <laughs> yeah, Adam Barton was just annoying I'm sure he's a nice guy now you didn't like annoying. him from the get go did you I don't think anyone liked him from the get go he, he was a character you yeah. didn't like him from the get go what are you talking about I probably didn't I don't know nah, I'm sure he's a nice guy he was just a bit eccentric um, he like, was very but it is kind of like that I'm not saying like because it's not the, the same as like black and white, but yeah, the fear of the unknown. Exactly. Where it's like he came in very American. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, you're different. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And kids don't know how to react to it. No. Sometimes, but it's better to to know when you're a kid that yeah, doing what you're doing is wrong than fucking. But it's about when you're an adult. like the parents being like, yeah, people are different. Yeah. But, like that's not a reason to dislike somebody mm-hmm. and not yeah, that person's black, they're different, that's not a good thing. Do you mm. know what I mean? Obviously it's not um, like that with everybody, but a lot of parents 
there's a there's thing. a line that kids can reach. Yeah, yeah. But then there is a there's a bit where they can just go over it. Yeah. And that I think that depends on how they've been raised. Yeah, because they look to their parents to give them the kind of the all clear to yeah. continue with that. So, but yeah, that's that's what the monologue is, and you should try. Well, just it's, I think it's good that like you you're feeling like a sense of relief mm. and like a release when you when you put out these monologues. Yeah. Because, like, I think it's just a, a way of voicing your opinion mm. on either your past or the present or whatever, yeah. whatever's happening at the moment. And uh, and eventually I want to write a, a film about growing up as a black man in a white neighbourhood because it's, it's I think you very could, different. That story's been told. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm not sure in your way. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure. It but has, I'm yeah. like, there's a way that you could really like tell that story in. Because um, I, it's funny. Like, <sighs> you can tell that story in such a way that it like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, I hear, I kind of hear what you're saying. Like, I've I've seen it. I wouldn't want to do it where I just. It's just very black and white in terms of like I'm a black kid. This is a white neighbor. I want, yeah. I want it to land with people, so that people look at it and be like, "Shit!" Like, yeah, I I haven't experienced that myself. You want it to I be understand. so like people, even though it's it might be your story. Mm. People reflect on it themselves. Exactly. Like they're not just watching it because like, I mean, there's no matter what it turns out to be like people are going to love it or hate it yeah, no matter what but yeah, like yeah. the core of your message is the fear not, of the unknown yeah, like yeah. you said earlier exactly and to not judge people f- for being different so yeah so yeah that I'll definitely eventually write that I'd probably like to write it with you if, you, if you're up for it quite a good little project for us yeah definitely I'd be happy to and you need to make sure you don't stop writing as well yeah I have kind of at the moment but yeah you need to carry that on Oh, cheers. <laughs> cheers, mate. AKA, I'm not going to carry it on. No, I will, I will. I like, there's still, like, I've still got projects that I want to do. And we still, we like, there's all those little short stories that we need to make. Mm. Like the, what's the, the magician being rubbed and shit like that. Like, that, that's just gold. Yeah. We need to make that. And the last record, I still want to make that. I love that. And I think that keeps changing for me. Like, the, yeah. the theme of it. And, like, if it's, like, in a really drab apocalypse or it's in a yeah. really fun apocalypse. Mm. I really love, I still love like the idea of like a drug addict in the apocalypse. Did you and, watch, like, sorry. Sorry, no, I was just going to say like, um, like a drug addict in the apocalypse and then he has to like get himself off drugs but he's the only person that can pull himself off it. There's no one else there to help him. Surely like a lot of the film would be like the start him just kind of scanning out the problem. trying to find drugs and shit. The problem would be it's just one person in the film the whole time for ages right. until like there'd have to be other people. It's like yeah. the I Am Legend. It's a great film, but like um, it's very it couldn't be Will Smith for ninety minutes. Yeah. It, ha- it has to be other people as well. Did you watch um, a film that's come on Netflix, Love and Monsters? Yeah, I watched that a while ago. Did you? Yeah, I watched it time ago. So it only came on Netflix. It day. did only come on Netflix, but it came out in 2019, I think. No, it didn't. I think so. I don't think. Are we thinking of the same thing? Yeah, for sure. Dylan O'Brien. I think so. I don't think we're thinking of the it's, same. I know what it. No, he's got a little dog, and it gets monsters that have gone big. Yeah. His yeah, family yeah. get killed. Yeah, I've seen it, man. I really I, liked it. 
I really liked it. I really it liked didn't come it. out in 2019. I think it did. I haven't got any type of check. Right, we're having a check. Having a little scan of this. But no, I thought that was... Sure it did. 2020. 2020, let's compromise then. It's not 2021, <laughs> it's not 2020. But yeah, I watched it last year. I watched it the other day. I, I thought it was very good. It's funny because I watched it thinking it was going to be shit. Did you? Yeah, Why? I was like, okay, this this guy is like... Do you like he, Dylan O'Brien? I don't have really know anything else he's in. Have you not? No. Okay. He's in the major runner films, isn't yeah. he? I think they're trash. He's in Team Wolf as well, which I, I might not be the best show, but I fucking love it. Okay. <laughs> See, I don't know. I, I know the Mar- Michael J. Fox Team Wolf, I think. I don't know that. That's an old film. But, um, but he's a good actor, though. He's a good actor, yeah. and... Um, it's basically like the girl in it. She's a good actor. She was in Underwater the as well. No, oh. the young girl was good as well, actually. Though. The, the, and Michael Rooker interests. was good as well. Who? Michael Rooker, who's the guy with the girl. Oh yeah, yeah. He's in The Walking Dead and shit. And Are you talking about his love interest? Yeah. Yeah, she's. Well, she wasn't really in it that much. No, she's barely in it. But I think it's a good. I mean, I don't want to give away the whole plot just in case yeah. people. But there's a nice little twist at the end as well. That like. The the because it's love and monsters. The love part isn't going to go exactly how you expect. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But then and it doesn't. The end, I think it? the world design is uh, is great. Yeah. Because like the fear with like a apocalyptic film is that mm. it can feel super low budget. Yeah, yeah. And this like, one didn't really. Did you watch? Um, there was one on Netflix uh, where he's like a courier. Not on Netflix, on Amazon Prime, where he's a courier. Uh, and he's like, oh, Greenland. Is it Greenland with Gerard Butler in? No, 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 no. He's That's a courier a in the apocalypse, and he's had like the vaccination, um, no. and he's trying to save his girlfriend who's living in this block flat. But it it just felt very like, um, like you said, low budget. Yeah. And the story was very limited. Yeah, because everywhere feels like a small set. Exactly. And like, yeah. there's not much like the dialogue is very like. Uh, exposition what the plot is exposition yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what's happening to the world yeah. I hate films that start with a broad, like a news broadcast yeah. and it's like <laughs> staying in the world cancer yeah. has swept the nation it's like oh fucking hell yeah, tell the story better yeah, yeah. let's just figure it out as we go along yeah. also we don't need all the answers no and the thing with that Love and Monsters film mm. which I think is great and it's probably my favourite bit in the film because it, it opens mm. up the world so much is I'm going to spoil it now, so so if you tune out, tune in, and um, he sits down with a robot or something. Oh, Mavis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit! So the world had progressed slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like the world wasn't like what ours is now. It's slightly ahead of us, yeah. and now that's why like this. It just freshes it out a little bit more. Nah, yeah. And although at that point in the film, I don't know if like if you're like me, but because he's got a dog. Mm. Like through the whole film, if the dog wasn't in the scene, I was just very like, Where is "Where's it? the dog?" Like, <laughs> no, I get that. Is the dog is the dog alright? Like I was just through uh, that any whole animal scene, lovers like I was that, like, yeah. "I'm scared the dog's just getting killed right now." Yeah, or something's happening. So Did I the dog just run away? What happens? The, to the yeah, dog? the dog, and then it comes back because the yeah the dog kind of. Does it come back in like a heroic jump? Oh or yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, it yeah, no, it does. He <laughs> yeah, but it works. Yeah, it no, works because the, the the tone of the film is is like a bit slightly off. It's not a complete. It's quite uh, scary. Experience. I thought it is in places. It is yeah, really scary. Like it's definitely 
It's not a young film, I don't think. No, and like there are some moments like the fret at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is not the monster. Yeah, 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 it's, 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 it's exactly what you expect it's going to be. So it's it's by the numbers, but it works. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't remember. I watched it last year, and like I did some research on the passage. I don't think they did any other films, or they haven't done any other films. Oh, have they not? It looked like so. they were, they could have done a sequel. Yeah, like towards be. the end where they're yeah. like. I hope they don't. Because I, I don't, I don't need a sequel for this. Yeah, I don't need fucking Maze Runner Five. Yeah, the Maze yeah. is back. <laughs> You've seen Fast and Furious Nine's coming out. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It does look outrageously <laughs> silly. They just. I don't know what to think. I don't know if I love it or absolutely hate it, because. Well, they're bringing Thingy back, aren't they? Han. Han, yeah. Who's the best character in Tokyo Drift? Yeah. Like, he's so swag, and now he's a sniper. <laughs> it's just like okay, I guess. Bow Wow's back. Bow Wow's back. Bow Wow's yeah. back. Um, the the guy Sean from Tokyo Drift's back. He looks yeah. about seventy years old. <laughs> he does. Why didn't they bring back the main guy from Tokyo Drift? Who's that? What the white guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's back. Is that Sean? Wait. Yeah, that's Sean. Where he's at the barbecue and he's to the right. That's Sean. Wait, what? Yeah, man. He's basically bold. I'm just having a look at this right now. Hey, Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong. Tokyo Drift is such a good film. Like, that is just... It's so... Yeah, I think that actually helped my love for Japan. Yeah, I think it, it just showed everyone Japan. Yeah. The music's great. The car's great. Wonder if you're not. I don't live in Tokyo. If you've seen it, then you'll need it. Then you'll know you'll have to go. Wait, I can't... His name was Sean Boswell, wasn't it? Yeah, but I can't find the photo where he's... How's it this one? Isn't But yeah, it I looks good. Anyway, um, I mean, Vin Diesel's just... A a character like he might as well be a superhero now yeah, like in the, the series he's just all about family yeah he's all about family <laughs> it's always family it's I mean Charlie's Theron she's got the worst haircut in the world in the film <laughs> and she's probably going to be in the barbecue at the end of the film <laughs> oh yeah of course Helen Mirren's in the film now I do love her, Helen Mirren's um, character in it though who is she because I didn't watch The Fast 8 um I don't know, she's just like some She's the pair some OG of or something, or something who's just very much John um, Cena just looks he just looks over the top. And I know he's meant to be and I I like John Cena. When are they gonna stop getting wrestlers into the I know. Thing? The only good wrestler actor I think is Dave Batista. Because I think he's The Rock's not bad. He's made some shit films. He though. has made some shit films. The thing is he the Rock knows he's got a certain the Rock just plays like the same character in yeah, a lot yeah, of films, yeah. Yeah, but does. people love that, yeah, which is exactly. fine. It's a good way to make money, but he's not a he's it's not a very articulate of, actor. No, it's that badass kind of um, comic relief in a way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly that. Do you know who but. I did see in? I was watching Vikings the other day, and I was like, "Shit, this guy looks like Edge," and I researched it, and it was Edge. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's like it's mad. Yeah, he was in a film, an awful film. I haven't watched, but I watched like a video on it because just saying how bad it was. It's called Money Plane, oh and it's like there's like a an illegal uh, gambling on this plane that all goes crazy, and it's all shot in the, like the interior of this plane set. Oh Jesus! And it just looks dreadful. And I was Sounds like, I'm terrible. sure that's Edge. <laughs> 
Um, we should probably wrap this up because it's getting quite long now, isn't it? It is getting quite long, and I guess we're kind of just talking about God knows what, really. Let's talk about another film episode. <laughs> um, well, it's been good to catch up with you again, man. Yeah, man. It's always good to catch up. Um, what's the next episode going to be? Let's not say now because we might speak too soon on the uh, microphone. Yeah, we might change it. But yeah, we're, we've got a few plans for some people. How we were, did say we were going to have some guests on, didn't we? But yeah, we're definitely going to have some guests on. For this first episode, we kind of just wanted to like catch up with the viewers and uh, the listeners out there because we are opening this up into like a video format. Yeah. Now, even though there have been some technical difficulties. Yeah, I don't even know if this part is recording. So. Oh, it might not be. But we'll it see. might not be. There's a big chunk that got cut out, so apologies for that. I hope you stay with it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, we hope you've missed us as much as we've missed you. Yeah, because we've missed you dearly. Oh, yeah. Dearly. It's Jack's fault. It's but, not? Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Well, to be fair, I did say, like, the end of season one, I want a bit of time off just to... You said, you said yeah, you said February will pick it up. <laughs> and that's when May. you started the Pizza Blues. So. I know, yeah. But I'll let you off this time. We're working on some things together outside of this podcast thing as well. But yeah, I think for now, Flat White Black Coffee is predominantly just going to be a podcast. Yeah. And then we're going to work on some of our own projects together and stuff uh, somewhere down the line. Because yeah. I know you we might be getting you on board for something for the Pizza Blues, yeah, which man. would be awesome. But yeah, just thanks to everyone again for listening. Yeah, until next time. See you later. Easy.